Hey guys, Cody here. I just want to let you know about a great website, great company by the name of Beard Eye Guys. Now, these guys at Beard Eye Guys have your Beard Eye accessories covered for you at all times. I'm talking tables, dice, hats, shirts, anything you need. Beard Eye Guys has you covered. Right now, you can subscribe and to be the first to hear when their new tables are released. Now, these are portable, foldable tables that they will be releasing to the public very soon. So if you subscribe right now at BeardEyeGuys.com, you can get 10% off your first order. That's right, 10% off your first order at BeardEyeGuys. Go check them out. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. My name's Cody Graves, and welcome to the Den Sportscast. Today, I'm joined with my good friend Adam Claybaugh here. Adam, How's it going? Uh, Adam Claybaugh here. Friend of Cody Graves, the lead host of this podcast, uh, where we'll be giving you our takes on all things sports. Yeah, I'm excited. Very excited to start this new podcast. You know, obviously, you might uh, recall that I did start a podcast before the graveyard, obviously, with Dylan Vahey. Didn't pan out the way I wanted it to pan out. So did some thinking for a while and decided, you know what? I kind of want to start a sports cast. So grabbed the best man I could find, Adam Claybaugh. He's going to help me start this podcast here. Thank you. So, obviously, we're a week away from the biggest game in sports, questionably. Probably the most popular in America. Super Bowl 55, baby. That's right. Where the uh, Tampa Bay Gronkineers take on oh, my word. the Kansas City Chiefs in Tampa Bay. First team to ever do that. First team ever to technically be in their home stadium. Yeah. Uh, you could say they're hosting, but um, I don't know if that would be accurate, but they are going to be playing in their home stadium. So there will be a little advantage there, I think. Kind of a cool little thing you talked about earlier is they played on the road their entire postseason, and then they got the Super Bowl at home. So They had to earn it. They, they had, had to earn that, right. that one game at home. So That's right. Yeah, tough road, on, or tough road to the – Super Bowl for them. Uh, I mean, an easy one, I guess, in the uh, general sense. Wild card round against Washington. That was kind of a cupcake. But hey. then to go on the road in New Orleans, beat Brees, obviously a good quarterback, Hall of Famer, probably sent him into retirement. Uh, and then obviously going into Lambeau, shutting down your guy. That he did. Wow. Neat. Um, or at least their defense did, but collective effort, it was good enough, and here we are. Here we are. And uh, facing the up-and-coming Patrick Mahomes, uh, reigning champion. Um, so, yeah, the GOAT versus the new school. So That's right. Should be a great game. Now, in recent history, I can't think of a better quarterback matchup in the Super Bowl. No, I can't Since either. I've been not, watching football. Not in uh, – not in any time recently, anyways, and potentially the best ever. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean you can't get better than Tom Brady. I will uh, let it be known if if you know me at all, you already know that. Um, yeah, it's true. He's the goat. I am wearing a TB12 beanie. That he is it's the only uh, Tom Brady piece of paraphernalia that I own, but it does keep my ears warm. So hey, that's all you really need, right? That's all I need. As long as it's doing your service right. Gives me a little luck, and hey, it's working. He's he's there again. Tenth yeah. time record, tenth time, twice as many as any other quarterback has ever made it. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's won six, so we'll see if he can get a seventh. Hey, how about this stat to chew on, all right? Now, this comes off of Coastal Carolina's Barstool page, <laughs> all right? Tom Brady's made it to the Super Bowl ten times out of 20 years, okay? Now, Coastal Carolina's graduation rate is 41%. That means Tom Brady is more likely to make it to the Super Bowl than you are to graduate from Coastal Carolina. That says it all right That's... there. That says something. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what that says more about Tom Brady's career, Coastal Carolina's graduation rate. But, uh, no, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's hard to win. It's hard to get to the Super Bowl. It's certainly hard to win a Super Bowl, and he's done it quite a bit more than anybody else has. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, just look at every other quarterback. I mean. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. He's tied with them already. Yeah. For NFC championships. For NFC championships, that is. Uh, 
one apiece. Um, Pretty crazy. First year in the NFC and just owns the postseason. I mean, you yep. can't really say – can't really talk bad about Tom Brady in that way because, you know, he owns the postseason, basically owns the entire month of January and sometimes February. Well, most of the time February, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, this year has been interesting with COVID and everything with uh, no – you know, going to a brand new team, no OTAs, no preseason yeah. matchups. Um, took them a little bit to get rolling, um, but I think they've won like seven, at least seven in a row. I'm pretty sure. Seven, right? It seemed maybe, like might be eight in a row. Um, they haven't lost in in quite a while now, and uh, they need one more to finish it out. But they've got a tough one against KC. So we'll see what happens. The moment I really started looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a top two team, pretty much, is the game against the Lions. That game changed everything for me because after the Packers game, the uh, Tampa Bay in the regular season, Tampa Bay was riding hot off that win, obviously beating Aaron Rodgers and the Pack, sure. who were at that time the best team in the NFC record-wise. So. After that big win, they started and, to and they crushed him. And not 30, only did they beat him, thirty-eight to ten, picked off Rogers twice. One of them was I mean, a pick thirty-eight six. to ten is you're housing him. You're housing him. That's yeah. especially being down 10-0 too, and then you just come back and right whip them. Right. So you know, a lot to be said for that. But it seemed like they kind of lost a few after that. But right when they played the Lions, that Lions game after they actually obliterated the Lions in prime time on Saturday. Right, they were riding high. How what were, what were stats for that game? Like crazy, crazy. I, you know, I don't remember specifically off the top of my head, but I think the final was like what was it, forty, yeah, forty-seven to seven. Did Tom Brady even play in the second half? No, he had th like three, just shy of three hundred fifty yards, four four touchdowns, and he only played two quarters. So, um, that was right when they were really starting to click. Yeah, um, he's got a, obviously terrific receiving core. Um, but yeah, arguably the best in the NFL would have been interesting to to see if uh, I mean it wouldn't have made sense, but it would have been interesting to see if they just never let up to see if he could right you know break a hundred points yeah <laughs> something but um you know sportsmanship sportsmanship man you know so yeah plus you know you're forty three save save a couple quarters right start prepping for the next game keep keep yourself healthy and then. Now, then to go in the postseason and beat three terrific quarterbacks, okay? In the NFC Championship, Aaron Rodgers. Division round, Drew Brees. And in the wild card, my boy, Tommy Heineke, right? That's his nickname, <laughs> that Tommy. He, he might be the next. Taylor Heineke, he is he might be something special. Coming. Yeah, we'll see. Something special, maybe. I guess we'll see. He did play well. Against the GOAT, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I think we should uh, start to get into our uh, big news of the day, and obviously, I think a lot of people are talking about this right now. It's the uh, the golf course staff infection trade. That's right. I'm <laughs> talking Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, blockbuster trade. I when I got the news Saturday, I just honestly couldn't believe it. I thought I was dreaming. This is the kind of trade you want in the NFL, especially if you're a team like the Rams who needs a veteran quarterback to get to the Super Bowl is the one piece of their offense they're missing. Because McVay can draw up a perfect offense, all about controlling the ball, getting the ball to the playmakers, and creating massive plays. I mean, even against the Seahawks, it seemed, they were playing okay. Jared Goff, obviously, wasn't the key to that game. But Cam Akers, great running back. I just think that the piece they needed – I think they finally found in Matthew Stafford. What do you think? Yeah, I think Matthew Stafford will be interesting. Um, he's just never really had a whole lot to work with um, in Detroit. The one time he had a top ten offense, he went eleven and eleven and five, and made the postseason. And now he's got what top two defense, top defense yeah. in the league. So, um, so that's going to help. And he obviously. Still young enough, 32, I think is what we said. Yeah, 32. Almost 33, I think. Yeah. Um, but young enough to where – I mean, that's 10 years. I will just 
throw this out there. That is 10 years younger than Tom Brady, who is still getting it done. But Stafford um, still has a lot left, I think. So it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. He's got Cooper Cup and um, who else he's got? Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Great playmaker. Um, Cam so, Akers. Cam Akers. He's proven to coming. be a great yeah. running back. So he'll be able to mix it up and then um, – no matter what, they should stay close because of that defense as long as they don't, um, you know, get plagued with injuries or something. But, right, yeah, it seems like um, they kind of went all in for him. So I hope it works out. Yeah. Um, certainly, we were talking about this, certainly uh, makes that NFC West quarterback class uh, easily the best in the NFL. And, um, I mean, you could go back a long ways and probably yeah. not see a division with that many quality quarterbacks. So like, can I, I can't even think of any right yeah. now. And, and the fact that, and this is leading into another thing that we'll talk about in a little bit, but um, the fact that San Francisco is probably going to upgrade at quarterback as well and yeah. probably, probably cut ties with Garoppolo. But um, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Maybe going back to the Pats, we'll see. Hey, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Go I back think, to Belichick. I actually think he might do okay there. Yeah. Uh, that was not his style of offense whatsoever. I don't think that Shanahan offense really suited him at all. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't – I mean, I guess he got to, to one Super Bowl, so it's not a total fail. But I just think that defense pretty much carried – Yeah, it was the defense team. for sure that carried him. And, I mean, and obviously George Kittle, guy's an animal. Yeah. He had that crazy year. And, yeah. Um. Mostert had a great year. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he ends up doing there. Yeah. Um, he's certainly going to make it tougher for the Seahawks and really anyone in that division. Um, but I think he could do some some pretty fun, entertaining things there. I think it'll be really fun to watch that division this year. I mean, we get to see matchups twice a year between him and Russell Wilson, him and Kyler Murray, and then yeah. potentially another great quarterback if San Francisco decides to go out and get one. Maybe Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson would be um, – I mean, that's who I'd like to see. Yeah. Um, Remember the last time you got a mobile quarterback in that system? Colin yeah. Kaepernick, yeah. baby. Oh. But they, they did go to the Super Bowl. They did. Harbaugh. Harbaugh, baby. It's a great game. Yeah, Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and the greater Harbaugh won. I think so, too. Hey, Harbaugh just got an extension in Michigan, all right? So well, we'll see what happens there, huh? However long it is, that's probably how many more <laughs> disgraceful seasons they have ahead of them. So who do you think got the better end of the deal in this trade, the Lions or the Rams? I think it's too early to say, I just because there's a lot of draft picks out yeah. there. Um, early predictions, though. But early predictions, I think. I think LA got the better deal. I mm. think. I think we kind of saw what all we were going to see with Goff. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, not a total fail there. He, he got him to a Super Bowl. That's probably the worst quarterback class. Unfortunately, he had to go up against the goat. And that never ends well. That's right. Unless you're named Eli Manning, I guess. Then it ends or okay. Big pole uh, foals. That's true. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think Goff was going to do anything more. I think that he and uh, McVeigh probably had some sort of fallout. Maybe who knows? It's kind of a guessing game. But you think him and uh, Motor City Dan Campbell will be able to uh, string together a nice little offense there? Yeah, I think they'll be good, man. On paper, they're good. So that's the thing about Detroit, though. Is like on paper. Detroit looks like they have the better deal. They get a younger quarterback who has potential, just hasn't shown it in his career. I mean, he's shown a he's little shown. bit of potential, but not – A few years ago, he showed it, showed it okay. He hasn't really had like a top five quarterback season is what I'm saying. No, no. Not even top ten, honestly. Which no. I was surprised by they gave him that huge contract a couple years ago. Recency bias. Recency bias. He got him to a Super Bowl. He sure did. Um, That'll get you paid NFC for a while. quarterbacks. These last couple of Super Bowls have been uh, interesting, to say the least. I mean, look at him, Jimmy G. Yeah, he got paid too. Yeah, yeah. Nick I Foles. 
Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Slash Carson Wentz. I mean, obviously Carson Nick Wentz. Nick Foles is quality, actually. You think so? I think he's okay. So how come you think the Bears are starting Mitchell Trubisky over Nick Foles? Trubisky, baby. Dude. Hey, only person to ever win the MVP in entire league history. The MVP? MVP? The MVP. The Nickelodeon Most Valuable Player, the MVP. Oh, God. Only player ever. So Well, put it on his slime resume. Zone. Slime, slime zone. zone, baby. It is. It was on his wiki for a while, and they took it off huh? for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, Detroit has shown they can do absolutely nothing with good draft picks because they have good draft picks every single year. And what do they do with it? Wasted on subpar players every time. Look, look at every single coach to ever be in that organization. Look at what the Lions get. They get Jared Goff. The next or this year, they also get a third round pick. Yep. Next year, another first round pick. Yeah. Year after that, another first round pick. So you can see the Lions are going all in on this. Yeah. The um, Rams kind of. I mean, or I'm sorry, the yeah. the Rams are going all in on this. Like that's kind of. Um, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I I think. I think quarterbacks are just too hard to to guess on, and I think there's more proven with Stafford. Yeah, you I mean so, you put together great seasons. You know, I think it's consistently. I think it's again why why we're about to see something unprecedented with um, whatever trade happens with Houston if yeah that ends up happening. But I think it will. I think I think Houston. Will in the end end up trading him, even though they won't want to, but they're just going to shop him around, see what they can get, and eventually some team's going to give Houston whatever. I mean, they'll, they'll they'll give him a lot because that's what you need in this league is a good quarterback play. So, so you think that that will happen? You think my prediction is he goes. I I, I wasn't I wasn't there, but I, I've kind of arrived there just thinking about. Um, how unhappy or whatever he, you know, he is there for whatever reason. I think it's multifaceted reasons, but. What do you um, think it would take to get Deshaun Watson? I think a handful of, of number one picks. I don't know if that's so. three or four. Um, that's a lot of first round picks. A lot of first team. round picks, but especially look, if you're a look, team like the 49ers. Who absolutely, knows? it's a lot. Um, and, and you know, it might take a quarterback like you know Garoppolo plus picks, but yeah. Um, but I think when you have a known entity, a proven quarterback, you just go for it because everything else is just a guess. Yeah. You know, whether that's um, Trevor Lawrence, who's probably a surefire hit, but yeah, you know, they're they're just there's too many number one um, draft picks that that don't pan out. So there's no, there's tons no, of them. There's yeah, there's tons. So the, there's just no guarantee. So you can, so that's why I think it's going to take multiple. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the thing that's going to send him back and is just that he doesn't want to be there, and it's just too tough to have a, to keep a guy and invest in a guy that doesn't want to be there. That is really tough as an organization to do yeah. that, especially when he's like, I love Deshaun Watson. He's a great quarterback, sure. but the stunts that he's pulling right now, like did you see his thing where he deleted all the Texans things off his Instagram and all social media. I did not see did that. not want to be associated but with I, the Texans, but I know he's not returning calls and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you know, these guys, have we ever witnessed this before where a player wants to get out of an organization that bad? Oh, I think we've seen it. We've just never seen it with a guy of this ilk. You yeah, know, like I agree. We've seen it. Um, I mean, who was it? Um, the running back for Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. He, want, he, he sat, wanted to get paid. I, I, he, he did, but, I mean, he yeah. sat out a whole season. So the yeah. guys have stri- tried strong arming before. Um, mm-hmm. Revis Island. Um, Jarrell <laughs> Revis. He sat Reeve. out, I think, for half a season. Yeah. Once. Um, and they end up getting paid, but usually it's about money. Right. And this, I don't think it's really about money. I think he's just unhappy there. Yeah. And, um, and obviously quarterback's just a different thing, you know? Yeah. A running back's one thing. 
totally agree. cornerbacks one thing but i don't uh, think we've ever top, seen top top yeah. tier quarterback i mean you're talking a top five quarterback probably in the league this is a guy that could potentially given the right weapons be better than patrick mahomes in my opinion yeah no i mean that's a bold statement yeah. but I, I don't think it's too far-fetched i mean yeah i'd say put him on kansas city and I mean, yeah. it could be scary, you know. These past three seasons, he's been in the top three for passer rating. Yeah. Every single and season. The, and he's got Houston. And he's got Houston, the Texans. And I, I mean, he had a great year last year, and that was after they traded Hopkins. So, yeah. you know, uh, guy's obviously super talented. Extremely. So you, we're, so you think the 49ers, that's your number one organization you think he's going to go to? I don't know if it's the number one organization I think he's going to go to. It's the number one organization I would like to see. Oh, like in. to see him go. That's to. where I would like to see him end up. I don't know. Wouldn't that I mean, be fun watching those four quarterbacks duel? It, it would be fun. I think, yeah, yeah. it would just it would be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a 49ers guy at all. Um, in fact, I'm just the opposite. But I would like to see him go there. I think just for the entertainment value. Yeah. Of, just making that NFC West uh, super, super strong. It already is the best in the NFC. I mean. It might be the best division in football in certain ways. Honestly, that's very true. Yeah. And so to add another guy like that um, be pretty incredible. So yeah. It would, uh, it would make the NFC West certainly tough to – to win that division and it, it would just make the NFC strong. Right. On that end of things. So what do you think of these, uh, Aaron Rodgers rumors floating around? I think Aaron Rodgers definitely staying. Yeah. Um, thinks he was emotional as he is. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever is a big game and he was expected to win and he didn't. And, and to his, you know, whatever to his credit or whatever you want to call it, like he probably didn't love that he wasn't um, given the chance to tie that ball game. Yeah, and uh, that probably doesn't sit super well. And the fact that this is what is this the third year in a row that he lost the NFC West or the NFC Championship? It would be or second. It I know it's at least the second, second year, and then he lost in twenty eighteen. And okay, so he had one year. Yeah, gap. Gap. So, you know, whatever, that's tough to get there. And then this time the difference was that he was in Lambeau. Yeah. First time losing. First time ever. First time ever hosting. And then to lose it like that, you know, and so I think he was really, I mean, anyway, you slice it, he's coming towards the end of his career. I don't think he's done yet by any means. I mean, we're talking about the MVP this year. He's yeah. got a, he's got a lot left. He's got in the bag. I think, but he's got the MVP. I don't yeah. think there's any question. But um, although I would make an argument for somebody else, but mm-hmm. I do think he'll be the MVP. Um, but I think him knowing that he's ending, you know, coming towards the end of his career, whether that's next year, three years, five years, whatever, and knowing how hard it is to get to the big game. Yeah. You know, it's been what, 10, 11 years since he's been there and it's just t- tough to get back. So it is I tough think to he back. knew this was a really, really good chance. And now that had to set in pretty right. hard. So I don't really blame him for, right. for saying things that might get taken out of context, but I, um, I don't believe that there's any chance that he gets, shopped around or that he asked for a trade or anything. Yeah. I, I think he really likes being in Green Bay. I think so, too. I think he'll be a, a career Green Bay yeah. Packer. So you're probably happy love to, to see a that. career quarterback. Yeah. That's why I was actually really shocked for when Tom Brady moved. Were you? When Tom Brady moved, I was a little bit surprised. I, uh, I thought he was going to stay. I, yeah. Knowing what I know now, I, I'm, I'm not super – surprised i mean right i think he knew that it was going to be tough to especially after that 2019 season it was going to be tough to do anything with that group and i think he just wanted to you know try something new and see what could happen he was in a fortunate position where he could kind of analyze the talent and yeah the coaching and 
all of it as well as the location i think he likes being certainly his wife likes being in nicer weather yeah and i think a little bit just a little bit nicer than foxborough i mean if you like warm weather yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no and so i think there's a lot that played into it there as well but um obviously he he knew what he was doing he picked the right the right team yeah they had the right pieces in place um i think most people thought he would you know, be certainly a functional quarterback, but, but, you know, probably not do too much more um, after that 2019 um, campaign mm -hmm. where he, he had kind of taken a dip statistically. Right. And, um, you know, and then I think even the believers thought it would take him a couple years at least to really gel and, Took them about a half a season, and then they started clicking. So here we are, right, back in the back in the big game. Yeah. So it's, it never gets old for me as a Tom Brady fan. But it's just crazy, man. I but, mean, um, for anybody else, even the haters and haters are gonna hate. But haters are gonna hate, dude. But I, you know, they anybody should just at this point, even if you're a hater, just watch that game and enjoy it because we're never going to see it again. No, um, never going to see it ever again. Never going to see anything like it again. Now, I'm not saying we won't see him in the Super Bowl again. That could happen next year. <laughs> um, but we won't see this type of run, I don't think. Ever again. Um, ever again. And that's the truth. I mean, a lot of people bring it up. Patrick Mahomes is going to make it to more Super Bowls, and that is a false lie. It's just a false belief. Yeah. Very I, false belief. I think um, it's just so hard and and uh, the way that free agency works and guys move around and cap space and cap space is gonna play the biggest part, especially when Pat Mahomes gets a five hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, when you're when you're talking a half billion dollars. And and, <laughs> and it won't shock me if he tries to renegotiate. Yeah. You honestly. Know, in two, three, four years when other guys are getting that and he's still the best, he'll He'll want to get paid more than them because he's yep. technically better than them. Yeah. Or whatever. Not too many guys um, hold true to their contracts. So right. They, they want to get paid. So, yeah. Look at any other quarterback in the league. No other quarterback is taking small contracts besides Tom Brady. Yeah. To be honest. And, and no other quarterback's ever done that. Yeah, it's unique. I mean, I, but, I you know, I think it attributes to – helps attribute to – um, him winning, you know, yeah, for sure. Cause it, because New England was able to get those other pieces in place, defensively, offensive line help yeah, and a bunch of things. And, and I think he saw a big picture and was okay with it. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like the guy doesn't have a ton of money anyways. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Th this upcoming Super Bowl will be one for the ages, or at least it has all the makings of it. Um, you got the old, you know, guy that's been there more than anybody, and then you got the new up and coming guy who won it as recently as last year. I think when Mahomes is healthy, they've gone like twenty. They've won twenty five of their last twenty six yeah. games when he plays. I mean, he the one play. game they didn't win against the Raiders. The, I mean, the one game, and then yeah. the one, then the last game of the season, but he didn't, even he play. didn't play. So yeah. twenty five of the last twenty six games is pretty unreal. Um of when he plays. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a greater clip than anybody, including Brady. So he's obviously not a fluke. I mean, yeah, they're a good squad and they have a, they have a knack for winning and not getting down when they're behind because they do get behind, but they're very good at coming back. They did it all last postseason. They've done it a few times this year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Six. What are we at? Six days away. T minus yeah. six days. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I whether you like him or hate him. Yeah. Uh, pull up a chair and watch. I mean, what could be a, a really memorable Super Bowl? I don't think we'll ever see anything like this ever again. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Unless we see Mahomes Brady next year, but <laughs> that could know. happen as well. Yeah, I, that's probably the Vegas odds favorite. <laughs> Yeah. The two best teams are in the NFL. There's no doubt about it right now. There's not any other better teams than these two teams. No, I don't think so. Bills yeah. Bills, I really thought were coming on strong at the right time, and I thought they had a chance. Yeah. And they did have a chance, but, you know. It's just – it seems like but, their offense isn't meant to play from behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, KC – I mean, 
they could have let that one get away, especially with Mahomes going down. But uh, but they did what they needed to do. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Henny, save the day. (laughs) What did Mahomes say again? Anything's possible. Anything's possible. That's right. Yeah. Anything's possible. I mean, I think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. I mean, depending on how you feel about both the teams. A lot of people hate the Chiefs and a lot of people hate the Bucks. it seems like. So, or they at least hate Brady. At least they <laughs> – I'd say most people I know hate Tom Brady. Well, we're living in Hawks country. We're, we're living in Hawks country. We are up right. here in the uh, inland northwest, so even though we don't technically have a home team, yeah. Hawks, unfortunately, are the default. I mean, Coeur Idaho, you go into every single gas station and there's Seahawk hats, Seahawk shirts, Seahawk crap everywhere. I mean – Go Hawks. <laughs> some would say that. I mean, yeah, some would say go Hawks. For sure. Um, not myself, but, you know, I respect what they've done. They've been a great squad over these past few years. And uh, made it to a couple Super Bowls, and uh, <clears throat> I thought they did a fantastic job playing the game. I think Russell Wilson's still in his A game. Obviously, the favorite for last year's MVP didn't pan out, but, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that division is just going to be so fun to watch, man. I love Kyler Murray. Been a huge fan of Kyler Murray ever since college. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah. In the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he's going to be going forward uh, the quarterback that I follow uh, probably the most closely um, once TB retires anyhow. Uh, For one, I'm from Arizona, so roots. So hopefully they don't trade him. Um, But I don't think they will. I mean, they believe in him. Um, number one pick overall. So obviously they're they're invested, and plus he's proven himself. He he's not he's not washed out. They've invested in getting him weapons, um, yeah. Getting Hopkins in the off season. So hell, Murray, dude. Yeah, man. Was that was sick. Watch. That was sick. That was sick. If you guys don't what know a, what we're what talking a, about, look it up. Yeah, hell, Murray. <laughs> yeah, that was something. So. To beat the cheat, I mean the uh, Bills too. That's awesome. Yeah, to beat the Bills after red hot. after uh, Diggs had an exceptional catch to go up. Yeah, then uh, what? I think there was like thirty six seconds or something yeah. like that, and just went down the field and then Hail Murray scramble, Hail Mary, Hopkins, game over, game over. Yeah, it's been a fun season actually. It's actually uh, been a really good season to it's watch. It's been incredible that the NFL has been able to pull this off. That mm-hmm. they've had a full season, no missed games, just a couple delays here and there. Yeah. Um, nothing too crazy with the COVID, but obviously a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause college so, football is railed. Yeah. Like there were so many cancellations. It was insane. Yeah. Every other sport. I mean, yeah. um, NFL had, did it perfectly. Yeah. The bubble, which, Hey, credit to the NBA. They pulled off the bubble, they but sure I did. mean, Who wants but to they had to bubble? delay for months and then yeah. they had this weird bubble. If sun's going there, they're eight now in the bubble and they still don't make the playoffs. I know what the heck. Um, so, but yeah, huge credit to the NFL for pulling off this. Obviously, one more game to go, but it looks like it everything's going to be just fine. Getting yeah, that underway. I'm I'm really proud of the NFL and all that they've done. I mean, yeah. what a, what a hard year to do this and yeah, still be, diff- be able to do be it. Be difficult. Um, be really difficult. And glad they did it. I think the nation needed it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we needed some sort of unity. I mean, football, that's one thing this country kind of unites on. You know what I mean? The one thing that uh, brings people together for sure. Yeah. um, And you can agree to disagree on teams, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. um, Totally agree. And you can at the same time come together and root for the same guys or the same team. Yeah. Like, Like I like to say, root for the same laundry. For the same laundry, that's uh, right, or the same individuals, and uh-huh. um, yeah, it's good for the country. I'm glad they got it done. Yeah, I totally agree. So, uh, kind of want to take a little, uh, kind of like a little break away from the NFL here and talk about some college football because you know, the schedule is released over the weekend. The SEC Big 12 Challenge, I am so excited for this because obviously. Love college football. I know you're not super big into it, but this is can be this is exciting for everybody because these matchups are insanely good. And 
I cannot stress enough how excited I am for these matchups. Full disclosure, I'm not as into college football as you are, not because I wouldn't like to be, but because of time time constraints over the past decade of my life that where I worked every Saturday. Right. And now I've got two young ones and um, my wife's not a huge college football fan. Right. (laughs) So, um, and I'm biased towards Arizona for just about everything. So, yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited for the football. I'm excited to uh, pay more attention, hopefully a little bit. Um, but I'll leave games. this segment more to to you to lead because you are much more knowledgeable in this arena. All right. I kind of just want to go through every single matchup here. They have them listed in order here from best matchup to least best matchup. So I kind of want to go every single one. The first one, obviously, I'm very excited about. You have the reigning defending champions, University of Alabama. Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. Going against the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, this matchup is very intriguing because Alabama loses a lot of guys this year, okay? Not just their Heisman winner, they lose their quarterback, running back. They lose a ton of linemen. They're all going to be first through three rounders. These linemen, I think that there's three of them going in. Incredible guys. But the thing about Alabama is they just reload. You know what I mean? doesn't matter if you have a ton of guys going out, you get a ton of guys coming in that are five-star, four-star. Just incredible guys. Nick Saban, recruiting Nick, genius. Recruiting genius. Probably the greatest recruiter of all time, like without a doubt. Yeah, that's Without the benefit of being good for so long. Exactly. Everybody good wants to go there too. And that's kind of the funny thing about college football is like if you're good, you're riding high, you get the best recruits, yeah. you know, instead of the NFL where if you are the worst team, you do get the best players in right. a sense. Yep. If you, if you draft well, you know what I mean? Right. If you know, yeah, if yeah. your GM knows what they're doing. Exactly. So, yeah, this Crimson Tide versus Sooner game, I am so excited about because you got a guy in Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma who's going to make some noise this year. This guy passed for over 350 yards against the Florida defense in the Sugar Bowl this last year. That is crazy. Are you kidding me? That's a lot of yards. That's a lot of yards. This team is so good, especially next year. They hardly lose anybody on offense. They've got some great receivers coming up. So I'm actually really excited for this game. Obviously, I still think the Crimson Tide are you know, heavily favored, as they should be. But Spencer Rattler, number one in Heisman voting as of right now in the preseason polls, so that should be interesting. The second game is a lot less interesting on here. You know, you have the Texas Tech, um, Red Raiders going against LSU Tigers. LSU obviously trying to build back the program that they once had. They are not near what they used to be at all. This last year, I thought it was so funny. In their first game against Mississippi State, Mike Leach, first year at Mississippi State, goes against and just beats the crap out of this LSU defending national championship team. And everybody's like, wow, is Leach this good? Like, is this actually happening? No, Leach loses to Arkansas by like 35 points. And everybody's like, wait, what's going on? Turns out LSU stinks. But they did get a big win against Florida late in the season, which caused a lot of trouble for Florida who had playoff implications. So that was really interesting. I still think – I mean, I think Texas Tech's got this one, not only because they have older players, just because – You know, that LSU team is just so young still. I mean, so many freshmen started last year. Great freshmen, but Texas Tech just has more, I don't know how to put it, more uh, like, what's the word I'm thinking of right now? Potency. Potency, yeah, perfectly, perfectly uh, worded there. Missouri versus TCU. I think TCU is going to blow them out of the water. That's another crappy game. Um, Arkansas versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, I saw an interesting stat the other day, actually, and it was Heisman odds for the people that had the same exact odds that Devontae Smith had to win the Heisman this year. Mm. And it's um, the quarterback for Oklahoma State, Spencer Sanders, who who had an interesting year. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, that was a really run-heavy team. So the fact that this guy even has Heisman odds is kind of interesting, but Mm. I thought that was kind of cool. Another guy on here is DTR. Quarterback for UCLA, who I think is the second best quarterback in the Pac-12, possibly top five in the league. DTR is incredibly athletic. He's a Chip Kelly guy. And, you know, Chip Kelly guys haven't really panned out in the NFL, but, man, are they fun to watch in college. Just incredible. Love it. Love to see it. So uh, the next game we got on here, Mike Leach going against Iowa State. Iowa State riding high after last year, after they beat Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Their first ever New Year's Six Bowl appearance. You know that? Iowa State's first ever New Year's Six Bowl appearance. 
did not know that. However, my father-in-law probably did know that. He's from Iowa. Oh, really? Hills from Iowa. Yep. Is he a big Iowa State guy? Probably a big Iowa Close. anything. Yeah. 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 He'll also, I mean, not to go back to the NFL, but he'll also uh, be going for Kansas City. So All right. it's kind of our dream Super Bowl. Yeah, that so, is cool. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. You know? That'll yeah, be fun. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But uh so Iowa State, you thinking? I think so, unless Leach can put together something awesome, which I mean, for Leach to get this kind of upset would mm-hmm. be awesome for him. I think that would really because a lot of people had perceptions about him this season, you know, going into COVID year, but he doesn't win, he only wins like four games. Still gets a bowl game against a ranked Tulsa team that shouldn't have been ranked in the first place. I mean, you're talking about an American League team that like loses to Cincinnati by four points, but Cincinnati is one of the most overrated teams in the league. Mm. So I I was never a fan of Tulsa. I think that game's mostly remembered by the brawl at the end of that game. Have you seen that? I didn't. Insane. No, I just it. people kicking people in the face and just nasty stuff going on. But that game gets overshadowed by that. But you know, Leach gets his first bowl win. Mississippi State, so I guess that's kind of cool. The next one's actually really interesting, Texas A&M versus Kansas State. Now, the playoff committee does acknowledge that they do look at the past season if they want to put you in the playoffs. So if you had a good past season, a good bowl game against a good team, then they might, you know, if, you have one, if you're a one-loss team, they might throw you in the playoff because of that. They beat North Carolina by, I think, 14 points, hmm. and you just ran away with the game. They're in control of the whole game, and Texas A&M, incredible. The only thing is they're losing their great quarterback, Kellen Mond, to the draft this year. He's probably projected around the fifth round, I believe. Great quarterback, solid quarterback, but there's questions about his height, questions about his weight. He's just kind of a smaller guy, super athletic, though. It'll be interesting when some of those uh, uh, whatever um, preconceived ideas about height and quarterback play uh, start to either dissipate or, Mm -hmm. or disappear altogether. Because yeah. now you've got Breeze, who you know is kind of coming to totally a close yeah. on his career, and he was he was a shorter quarterback. Russell Wilson Russell shorter, Wilson. Kyler Murray shorter. So you have these very very proven quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and yet every year it's still like, yeah. oh, this guy's only this big, or his right. hand size is this big, or whatever. The hand size thing last year was is what really made me mad. Was Joe Burrow? Sure. They said a suit a, a quarterback with that big of hand or that small a hand has never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, the it's, dumbest it's, stat I've ever heard in my entire life. It's silly the stuff that they, Are you kidding me? that they analyze. Um, yeah. You know, and I right. guess, you know, you, maybe hand size is okay. I know Russell Wilson supposedly has large hands for a guy his size, but mm-hmm. um, but does that make him throw the ball better? I don't know. Does it make him hold on to the ball better? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Like, you're talking a few plays a season where it might make a difference. but Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see when those dis- those conversations uh, start to just become a thing of the past. Hopefully yeah. they will, because I think overall talent eye test um, right needs to come in to play more than uh, just looking at certain things at the combine. Exactly. Like hand size, like height. Um, There's not even a combine this year. Yeah, this this will be an interesting – yeah, is it just, so what are they doing? They're just going all all off of film. Yeah, all off of film, and then they had the Reese's Senior Bowl this past weekend, where a couple guys got a chance to show their skills. Even though the Senior Bowl is kind of a joke, but yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple guys showed off their skills. I don't think I really saw anything that great. I mean, Mac Jones played okay. Kellen Mond played great. Yeah, and usually some of those exhibition games are. Kind of pointless, anyways. Yeah, it's kind of like the just an excuse for those guys to get together and to honor them. But yeah, I agree. any type of real um, good analyzing is probably going to be done off the of film. Right, I agree. All right, and uh, by the way, I didn't finish. Texas A&M will play Kansas State. Kansas State always a big upset team. They always beat the Texas, the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State. That's always ranked in the Big Twelve. So it'll be interesting to see what they do against a team like Texas A&M. I'm excited. They run that triple option fairly well, so really interesting style of play they run. Um, the next game is Florida versus West Virginia. I mean, this is actually really good because Florida loses basically everybody on their team. They lose Kyle Pitts, their best player, who is probably the best tight end in the draft. And the 49ers are actually thinking about selecting him, which I think is insane if you have a guy like George Kittle and Kyle Pitts on your team who is supposedly going to be a generational talent at tight end. So 
that should be really interesting to see. I think this game's going to be really good. West Virginia runs that style of air raid offense, but they've kind of shifted into more of like a one back. So it'll be interesting to see this game for sure. The next game's Auburn and Baylor. Auburn is going to beat them by 21 points. And that is a fact because Baylor is a very bad football team. Uh, Tennessee versus Kansas, same thing. Kansas is probably the worst Power 5 program of all time in football, for sure. There was a three-year period where they did not win against a power <laughs> or against a FBS team. It's weird how a sport or a, a school can be so dominant in one sport. Oh, I know. So lousy in another, right? Like that is the worst Power 5 team of all time. And yet year after year in basketball, they're dominant. Top for, 10 every yeah, year. Yeah, top 10. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. And the final game in this challenge is Kentucky and Texas. I think Texas is going to beat them by a lot. They lose Sam Ellinger, great quarterback, obviously, but Texas can just reload another guy at quarterback. I mean, you're talking University of Texas, you know? Kentucky been really wishy-washy these past few years. little fun fact, my grandpa, mm-hmm. UK. Really? Yep. Wow. Baseball, but. Yeah, Wildcats, huh? Yep. Hey, go back, Wildcats, Back huh? in the forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Blake Ketcher. That's pretty cool. Blake Ketcher. That's oh, that's really cool. So the one, the one SEC school you're not seeing on here that you want to see on here is Georgia, but that's because Georgia has a different game against Clemson this year, and I'm really excited for that game because I, I want to see what Clemson does. I mean, obviously DJ Uyagale is going to have an interesting year coming off of you know Trevor Lawrence's three years that were just insane. You know what I mean? Insane. So it was the same thing with Deshaun Watson. When Deshaun Watson left, they're like, there's no way they could possibly reload a quarterback. Then they get a guy like Trevor Lawrence in there. So I guess we'll see what DJ can do for Clemson. Obviously, that's not a Big 12 school, but I'm really excited for that game because, um, yeah, I think it'll be great. SEC, ACC showdown, you know. And everything as far as college football obviously still weighs away, but are things looking on track as far as – um schedule wise this year full season they're they're even getting spring games put together already so that should be fun to watch obviously probably no fans but no fans next year paul i think it depends where you're at sec schools are going to have fans because the south is deep-rooted football yeah deep-rooted so like this past year they even had fans the sec schools did the pac-12 had zero fans except the last two games utah got game utah got um, University of Utah got fans, but I think that's just because it's Utah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Right on. Yeah. Well, a lot to be excited about there. Yeah, obviously. It's, it should be interesting. But uh, let's uh, shift our focus back to this uh, Super Bowl game here. Big uh, – still can't uh, fathom how – Awesome, this quarterback matchup. It's fantastic, yeah. I, I can't stop thinking about it. It's going to be awesome. Do you, do you think it will be a – I mean, I, I don't think too many people think it's going to be a blowout either no. way unless some people I do think might might believe that uh, Kansas City will, will run away with it. Mm-hmm. But would like your thoughts, and I'll share mine as far as like, what do you think? Close game, low scoring, high scoring – uh, what do you hope for? What do you think will happen? Yeah. Um, I th- um, I think it's going to be a mid-scoring game. Mid-scoring I game? I think 30s, which is okay. fairly high scoring, yeah, but it's not like extremely bad. high scoring, you know? Yeah. I think it's going to be a fairly high to mid-score, mid to high scoring game. Um, I think Tampa Bay's defense controls the game. I think the game boils down to, can- to Tampa Bay's defense 100%. Yeah, I think that's going to be the ticket too. And um, – if that if their defense shows up, I think they can win this game. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people are writing them off, or uh-huh. at I think least favoring Kansas City by four or five a touchdown, whatever. Yeah, and um, and that could easily happen too. I'm not saying that couldn't right. happen, um, but I think it's going to be a fairly close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hopeful for an entertaining back and forth battle. That's what I want to. Um, and I would obviously love. A fourth quarter comeback drive from Tom Brady uh, for Tom Brady. Obviously. I think that would be a yeah. great. Um, I mean, he has nothing to prove, but that would be a pretty cool uh, thing to add to his career. And yeah, and 
you know, I don't think he's going to retire either way. There's speculation out there. I think there's speculation every year, at least there has been, and he keeps coming back. Um, uh-huh. He was in a press conference earlier today, and he was quoted as saying he would, if given the chance, you know, he would, he, I mean, he repeated the word definitely like to play even beyond 45, which he's, wow. you know, throughout his career, I think when 45 was a ways out there, that was the number he had picked, you know, that mm-hmm. he would like to play until he's 45. Now he's 43, yeah. be 44 next season. He's approaching 45. And um, now he's starting to say he wants to play beyond. And after this season, honestly, I, I think he could if he wants to, if given the chance. I mean, this year, an interesting stat I read today, um, 34 receptions of 20 yards in the air or or further. Wow. And uh, which led the league and also led his career. Really? Led his career. He's never had uh, that many uh, completed receptions of 20 yards or or farther. That's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stat. Is this the best receiver core you think he's ever had? Top to bottom, it probably is. I think that 07 team was, you know, with Randy Moss, um, you could compare that. But, uh, you know, outside of Randy Moss, who do you remember? I mean, um, obviously the guys like Julian Edelman. Edelman was Edelman there in 07? No, I'm just saying like oh. receivers wise. In the past. Right, right, right. He had AB. He had he had Welker. He had AB for a year, yeah. part of a year. Um, now he has AB again. Who's although the, AB's not going to be playing, so yeah. or it looks like he's not going to be playing. So um, he's had Gronk for the majority of you know at least mm-hmm. the second part of his career. Um, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez <laughs> was actually quite good for those. A couple years, but um, but I think top to bottom, this is the best. I mean, yeah, Evans, Godwin. Didn't he say Godwin was the best or most athletic receiver he's ever witnessed? I didn't hear that, but I, I thought that he said something about that'd that. be a bold statement if he did, yeah, considering he played with Randy Moss. Randy Moss but Randy Moss did claim, um, didn't wasn't it Randy Moss claimed he was the best receiver of all time? Well, I'm sure a lot yeah. of receivers claim that. <laughs> That's very true. Sure, I'm sure. Like Tio. this year, that I remember they did a interview right after the season with DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson. They asked them their top five receivers. They both put themselves at number one. Yeah, which I, I mean, thought was interesting. It's interesting when guys <laughs> say that they're the best. Um, and Jefferson didn't even have uh, DeAndre Hopkins in his top five receivers. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I know. I. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I, I think this is probably his best receiving core. I think it's a lot of why he went there. Yeah, uh, he's got he talked Gronk into coming out of retirement. He's got Cameron Bray, who's another um, really worthy tight end. Um, so I would love to see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, as far as him being past his prime or declining, me and my buddy, um, we go back and forth. Me and a few buddies go back and forth on whether or not he's declining and and. Uh, I think it was easier for them to get away with saying that last year or two years ago, his last year in New England when he was, you know, admittedly having a kind of an off year Mm -hmm. statistically, but I think he just didn't have a whole lot to work with. His weapons were um, sparse and he didn't, you know, he didn't have Gronk that year. Um, Yeah. Really, he had Edelman and that was about it. So um, this, this I think is. His, his best receiving core top to bottom. And I think so too. And then coupled out with a really good defense, I think it has all the makings for a really exciting Super Bowl. Obviously Kansas yeah. city, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. They, they won it all last year. Um, they got real, real close two years ago. Um, if it wasn't for an offsides, you know, <laughs> new, neutral zone infraction, they uh, would they, this would be their third year. So yeah. obviously they're putting together something pretty spectacular too. And um, Hill, Hill is going to be tough to contain. He's so fast, He's so quick, and um, and then you know, Kelsey obviously probably the best tight end in the league right now. So oh, by far, yeah. I mean, he's he's incredible. So just so talented. I mean, so um, we'll see. We'll see how they do. I think they're kind of banged up on the running back side of things. Ed Edward Solaire is. I believe not going to play as last I heard. Really? Um, so they we'll, need him. They, I think they need him. Um, we'll just see, stick in Le'Veon Bell. We'll see. Even with uh, uh, Mahomes, how how hundred percent or you know how he comes out because he's kind of had some struggles there with his turf toe and yeah, and he was hobbling around a bit. But I think two weeks off gives everybody a chance to kind of get healthy. It's one game. 
Mm-hmm. Adrenaline's pumping. Right. You know, people are going to be too excited to let minor injuries or even halfway major injuries keep them out of that game. So yeah, exactly. It'll be okay. it'll be fun. Fun contest. I encourage everyone to watch that game. Yeah. Because we may never see it again. Yeah. Or we might see it in next year and the year 12 months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So just some of these defensive players for Tampa Bay. I mean, wow. Vita Vea, Sean Murphy Bunting, Namakung Su, JPP, and Carlton Davis. These are all incredible Top guys. Notch, pro bowlers. I in the past game against Green Bay, Sean Murphy Bunting, a lot of people saying he was making dirty hits. He was putting his head on the football. That's not dirty. That's what you're taught to do. Yeah. Put your head on the football and cause fumbles. Yeah. You know? So if he, I mean, the Aaron Jones fumble, when Aaron Jones literally lowers his head as Sean Murphy Bunting is going for the football, putting his head on the football. I mean, and his Aaron Jones' head just so happens to get in the way. Yeah, not a lot you can do there. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Sean Murphy Bunting is an incredible player. It looked like he was banged up this last game, though. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see if Sue can cause some pressure. I mean, that Green yeah. Bay game, he didn't really do anything. I think if they can get to Mahomes and really um, mm-hmm. pressure him and and force him to either scramble, which he is good at scrambling, but you're still pressuring him to get out of his his uh, fluid, you know, game plan. Yeah. Then I think I think things can open up, and then you know, turnover battle is going to be a key one too. Obviously, For sure. Uh, Brady can't throw three picks again and expect to win. That was um, crazy. I did hear another fascinating stat about that in games where he has thrown three picks or more. He's won all but like one game. That is actually <laughs> insane. Something ridiculous like that. So that's like hard to believe almost. Um, yeah, crazy. So, but regardless of that fact, you don't want to get yourself in that situation, especially against Mahomes. No, and exactly. And he'll offense. make you pay. He'll make you. He'll, pay. he'll capitalize off of all turnovers. Yeah. So, um, and that was you know a big key. And winning against Green Bay is capitalizing off of the turnovers they were able to get. So, yeah, um, I couldn't be more jacked for this Super Bowl. Um, I really thought the Bills were going to do it, but in a way, I am more excited to face Mahomes just because he is kind of unanimously the next big thing in the NFL as far as yeah. quarterbacks. So it's fun to to see the best versus the best. But hey, Josh Allen, the next best quarterback in the AFC East. That is fact. Yeah, <laughs> pretty funny. Unless, the, unless Deshaun Watson goes yeah. to the New Jets England or the Jets. That's which, his number one team. J- Jets are his number one team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with which is uh, crazy. Salah there. Yeah, Salah's a great defensive mind. So, and they got um, Matt Lafleur's brother calling plays on offense. Yeah, Mike Lafleur. Yeah, I guess we'll so, see what he can do. You know, he's been in the offensive coordinator. We'll see. I mean, I so. still have a hard time seeing the Jets ever climbing out of that hole. But um, I think they're in a better hole than the Texans are in right now, though. I think the they Jets might be. I, mean, I think the Jets. Too, it's weird too how fast it changes because two years ago, Houston. I mean, they were real close to getting there. You know, and this next year they were projected to be the number three team in the AFC. And and they go four and twelve. Yeah, you know, so that's Crazy. what I mean. One year later, it just it can change so fast. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot will depend on where uh, Deshaun Watson. Where where would you like to see him go? I, I said San Francisco, but where would you like to see him? I land? really, I don't think it's going to happen. I really want to see him go to Miami. Yeah, that'll be he could land in three different teams in that in the AFC East. Yeah, which is hilarious. But yeah. um, I think. In order to get Deshaun Watson to Miami, you'd have to give away your number one pick. And that number one pick is obviously going to go either towards Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. So, the man. But those are two weapons that, you know, the same receiver class. You got three guys in this, or four guys in this receiver class who are awesome. And then it kind of just really dies down from there. Yeah. You know, Jalen Waddle is going to be a great prospect. He's going to go late first, probably early second. And then uh, the kid out of Purdue, I forget his name. He's great wide receiver. Just mm. so athletic. But if the Dolphins somehow manage to work out a trade for Deshaun Watson, but obviously it would take number one picks. Sure. They want Devontae Smith. But I just – I would love to see Smith and Watson on the same team. I think that would be awesome. Incredible. Yeah. I think Smith's a guy you look at in your fantasy draft next year, no matter what team he's playing on. Yeah. A lot of people have questions about his height and stuff. Are you kidding me? He Again. He's going to come into the league top 10 route runner easily. 
Yeah. He's incredible at running routes. His footwork is off the charts good. It reminds me a lot of actually of Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Good receiver. He's a great receiver. Probably the best route runner in the league. Could be. Could be. Who knows? Yeah. All well, right. what else do we need to cover? Anything? I think I've pretty much covered on everything I wanted to talk about today. I think this is just a great place to leave off for first episode. And yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, tell your friends and spread yeah. the word. Spread the, the word. Den will be back. That's right. Uh, in give or take a week, we'll definitely be back uh, after the Super Bowl and yeah. maybe before, but at Guess least we'll see what happens. At least yeah. right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we will give a full recap of whatever happens. And I'm hoping I can yeah. celebrate number seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hard loss when Raj lost. In the tough loss, Raj. NFC tough champ. Loss. So we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, hope to see you again very soon. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.